the thing I love most about being a priest, and I mean it, more than the work, more than the people, more than the experiences, the thing I love most about being a priest is that it has made me a better person. I can honestly say that my preparation in seminary and my year at the parish have made me less selfish, more empathetic, more loving, and more dedicated to prayer and holiness. This is, of course, exactly what a vocation is supposed to do. Our primary vocation is to live out our baptism, our sacramental unity with Christ. And it is from the grace of our baptism that all holiness springs. And then our secondary vocations, like priesthood and marriage, build upon that and allow us to live out our baptism by loving other people in a profound, self-sacrificial way. The fact that my priesthood has worked and has caused me to be more closely configured to Christ through love is absolutely and exclusively due to the grace of God. It is God who works in us. It is God who is the source of our holiness. And it is God who uses our vocations to help us grow. This is why the images that Jesus uses in the gospel today are so powerful. The kingdom of God is like a seed that grows, mysteriously and slowly, but with great power and great results. That seed is the seed of grace planted in all of us at our baptism. And that seed wants to grow and grow and grow, making us holier and more like Jesus every day and every moment of our lives. That seed has great potential, and if we nourish it, we will be amazed at the results. However, we Catholics are not Calvinists. We believe that although the grace of God is the source of all holiness and growth, and although we have all received the seed of grace at baptism, that grace still requires our cooperation. Even while God is flooding us with his grace infinitely and completely, he also gives us the choice to cut ourselves off from that grace. The baptized and the called have full freedom to choose not to grow in holiness through the grace of God, and God will not override that choice. But why would we ever want that? If we are given the choice to become better, holier, more loving, more compassionate, and more like Jesus, why would we ever choose not to? Why would we ever want our seed to remain a simple, boring, useless seed, when instead it could be a flourishing plant that shelters the birds of the air, that has a positive effect on the world? We choose to avoid holiness, and we all do it, all of the time. Not because we are evil, but because we are complacent. If we're honest with ourselves, self-improvement and holiness are really hard. If we think 
Exercise is a hard, sweaty, sore, and difficult activity. Just imagine the same thing for your heart and soul. Purifying ourselves of sin, changing our habits, allowing ourselves to become more like God and less like the world, these are supremely difficult prospects. So many, many of us choose to avoid them. We tell ourselves that we are good enough, that we are fine the way we are, that God does not expect more of us than the half-effort we are currently putting in. We give up on trying to be better. Well, dear Christians, let's knock it off. For the sake of all that is good and holy, for the sake of our own happiness and eternal life, let's kick complacency to the curb. Are any of us yet saints? Have any of us outdone the Lord in generosity or charity? Can any of us look God in the eye and tell him that we are perfect, that we have made full use of the gifts and blessings that he has given us, that we are exactly the person he created us to be? We cannot. So why would we think we are fine just the way we are? We should want to be saints. We should deeply desire to be near to God. We should hunger to be the unique, incredible, inspirational person God created us to be. We cannot allow ourselves to lose this hunger. Because if we lose this hunger, we are dead. My friends, the seed of grace requires constant care and nourishment. The first thing the seed needs is space. If we say we are just fine the way we are, that we have nothing we can improve, then we leave the seed no space to grow. We encase it in concrete, rather than giving it an open sky into which it can expand its branches. The seed also needs good soil. It needs us to remove all the weeds, all the sins that are exhausting the nutrients. Regularly going to confession and plucking those weeds will ensure that the soil of our souls is prepared for the expansion of grace. Finally, the seed needs nourishment. It needs the Eucharist first and foremost, but it also needs prayer, study, and service. Jesus does not want us to plant a seed and then rejoice that there is a dead, useless seed in the ground. He wants us to do whatever we can to help that seed grow and thrive. A mustard seed just looks small and pathetic until it begins to sprout. Finally, if I can provide a practical suggestion, a dedication to self-improvement and fighting against complacency requires constant effort. It is so easy to love the status quo. It is so easy to fear change and growth. We need a deliberate strategy to keep us from becoming stagnant. I strongly recommend that each of us always, always has something that we are working on. Yes, we can and should confess, for example, 
that we are critical or angry or unforgiving or impatient. But how much better when we confess these sins and then actually work to eradicate them too. See, it is overwhelming to think about how much we lack holiness, how unlike the saints we are. But it is not overwhelming to say, I am going to work on being more patient. And then to make little steps toward that every day. A little step every day will eventually become a mile and then a marathon. But that marathon requires that one step. And that one step requires admitting to ourselves that we are not perfect. That we could always be better. And that we want to begin walking down that path of greater holiness. Once we desire that holiness and begin to work toward it, that seed of the kingdom of God will begin to grow and grow inside of us in ways unseen until we wake up to find a fully grown plant where there was once just a mustard seed.